0: Welcome back, everybody, to Sex and Couples Therapy with a Happy Ending Therapist. I'm Donna Harris Richards, L-I-C-S-W and C-S-T, that's ASEC Certified Sex Therapist. I am your sex-positive sex therapist, actually, and uh, today's episode is on couples in COVID-19 normalizing new problems and creating success. I do want to state my mission. Uh, my mission of Sex and Couples Therapy is to help individuals, couples, and families embrace and integrate sex-positive thinking into daily life for optimal health, including sexual health and wellness. You know, we go for annual mammograms, gynecological exams, and prostate exams for physical sexual health. We owe ourselves checkups on the emotional and mental aspects of sexual health for optimal health and wellness. And here I am today with the lovely Vicki, my producer. How are you, Vicky? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm well. And you are in the studio, are you not? I am
1: in the studio today. This is my first time recording uh, in here, so we'll see how it goes.
0: <laughs> wow. And this is, of course, a COVID-19 thing, right? You've been not in the studio. We've been both doing it from home. Um, and I'm I'm still in my home studio office, and you're there. And we'll be adjusting to the newness of that, won't we?
1: Yes, we will be. We'll see ya it's it's weird not doing this from my house <laughs> right
0: it's different it's different and I know our, our wonderful Justin in the back he's in the studio with you too all masked up back there he is yeah so um yeah so let's see we're, we're coming on spring here we're recording this coming on spring of uh, 2021 I'm excited to see tulips coming up and crocuses um Ugh, all the flowers they make me so happy i know they do and you're surrounded by your plants at home not here i don't see any plants there got any plants
1: no i actually did bring some of my plants into the office today for a shoot that we have later but um they're in the other Ooh. room with justin <laughs> keeping him company
0: oh. <laughs> providing him with more co oxygen <laughs> co2 whatever they give off their carbon dioxide right <laughs> good for him and how are you doing oh i'm doing great um i'm a little tired i think i'm experiencing uh one of the elements we're going to talk about today which is corona somnia um i noticed my sleep isn't as great not sure why but you know it's up and down comes and goes you know i worry for the world so that might be it but other than that i'm i'm really fine i'm healthy i'm happy so it's all good um Yeah, so let's see, shall we dive in here to this uh, interesting and uh, large topic about couples and COVID? I think we should. Okay, great. Um, Yeah, so as I was thinking about preparing for this, um, I really just wanted to start by normalizing so much of what's been going on the past year. Um, You know, normalizing the anxiety, the worry, the fears that I think everybody has, Um, And I see lots of couples, as you know, who are dealing with issues around uh, challenges with communication and sexuality and parenting and finances and, you know, job loss and, you know, figuring out who you are once that happens. You know, all all the stuff of life, right? Um, It's been winter up here in the Northeast. um, And we've been inside. So I think everybody has spring fever that, that I know. Um, including you and me. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, you know, again, some some of these things that couples are dealing with, uh, I'll just talk a little bit about what I'm hearing, Uh, you know, lack of personal space for folks who live together. That can be difficult, Um, especially, particularly when you're working at home now, um, you know, helping your kids uh, if they're hybrid or just in school, online, from home, you know, people are experiencing, you know, sort of cramped living space now. Um, a loss of connections, you know, being not being out there in the world in person, uh, at the job or in school. Uh, other things I hear about from couples uh, worry about their partner's exposure in the COVID world um, and how to navigate that. Some folks are talking about feeling stuck, feeling lonely. Um, I've been working with some clients who have gotten COVID and how to navigate that, being in the home with their partner, spouse, children who don't have COVID. Um, You know, in fact, experiencing the loss of of folks who are dying of COVID. You know, that's that's big. as a sex therapist, as a sex positive mm-hmm. sex therapist, I am hearing from folks that they are experiencing too much togetherness and maybe therefore less sex. Uh, you know, the, it, too much togetherness suffocates the fire of desire, as we've talked about. Mm. Uh, it's a real desire killer, or it can be. Just like too much separateness creates a lack of connection. So the key there is balance, you know, a little, a little of one thing, a little of the other, and not too much of any one thing right? Um, you know and back to the idea of of job loss Um, you know there's this idea that when we lose our jobs or we become unemployed we are grappling sometimes with uh, the loss of purpose meaning uh, role as provider in the family Um, women are losing their jobs quite often now uh, which is problematic we're going back to you know the era when Women were not as strongly in the in the job force, and it's it's good if they are, and we've got to get that got to get that back. Uh, financial hardship people are experiencing, obviously, uh, corona insomnia that I talked about, right? Um, and and again, you know, childcare, the pressure of schooling at home. We do know that rates of domestic violence has increased. We know alcohol use has increased. So I just really once again want to really normalize that people's normal coping mechanisms have really literally been ripped away like going to the gym, uh, you know, seeing friends, gathering in public, right going to clubs, restaurants, events, you know that that's a, that's gone for the last year or so. Um, and even
1: and even some guilt maybe you know about surrounding those issues too because I know for me um, sometimes if I go for a walk and I just want a minute by myself mm. <laughs> and you know my partner, like, oh, can I come for a walk with you? Sometimes I feel bad saying no. But sometimes I'm like, I just, I love you. I just need a minute for me to, to just go for a walk for myself to clear my own head. Mm. And I think, um, you know, a lot of my friends are experiencing that as well. Mm-hmm. And there's a little guilt surrounding that, right? Because it's, it's it's not that I don't want to hang out with you. It's just that I, I also need a minute for myself.
0: Mm. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, of course. I mean, it's normal and natural because you care, right? You don't want the person to feel bad, so you feel the guilt, right? Um, but I think that is that is so important to be establishing those boundaries. Yeah, For yourself. I think I th- and it
1: can be hard. Mm-hmm. Boundaries in general can be <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> establishing them in general can be hard. But I think especially now it's it's even more difficult just because being together all the time and it's it's hard
0: yeah and I think you know maybe one of the ways to say it to a partner is you know I'm better with you if I'm good to me that's a great way to phrase it you know it's authentic and it's true and Mm -hmm. it it lets your partner know that you care for them and you want to be better for them You know, we can't, I've said this before, you you can't brush your partner's teeth, right? Or they can't brush your teeth. We kind of, there's just some stuff we have to do ourselves. Um, And taking that walk, I know what you mean. I mean, I remember some months back, um, my partner was uh, inviting me to go somewhere and I just felt like I need to stay home and cut my rose bush. (laughs) Like, I just want to be in my yard by myself. You know, just meditating on my rose bush, and so you know I said that i said look i'll I'll be there, but i I need to be here right now and you know he was cool, he gets it, yeah, because it's clear you know we both need that, so you I think that's really uh, good that you do that, Vicky, and I'm sure knowing you that you're very tactful and graceful in expressing that most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, we're all human, right? So, <laughs> so that means we're all flawed, right? Um, but yeah, you know, it. it's interesting. The other thing I wanted to say about this idea that our coping mechanisms have been ripped away is that uh, when that happens, we all feel a loss, if you will, right? And and I think loss is at the heart of most problems that people experience in relationship. Uh, most, I, I think anxiety, uh, long-term anxiety resulting in depression. You know, a lot of this has to do with, with connection, lack of connection losses. Um, it's, it's really not so common that people are experiencing in, in what I do and what I see, it's not so common that people are experiencing organic brain disorders. I mean, there is bipolar disorder. All of this is, you know, we understand that there it's rooted, uh, biologically, um, medically in the brain, but beyond that, I think so much of anxiety and depression can be, um, helped with connection and, and having good boundaries and, you know, figuring out who you are and adapting and, you know, inventing ourselves and, and understanding our needs. Um, I'm going to get into this later, but that, that great acronym by Gottman and Schwartz, attune. um, you know, essentially it's this idea that we, we have to sort of attend to ourselves and, you know, turn toward our partners, but understand our own needs, our partners' needs, have empathy, be gentle with ourselves, and therefore we can do that better for our partners. You know, all of that stuff of life and developing ourselves in that way, I think, just makes us feel better.
1: And, and especially, too, you know, kind of going back to that feeling of loss, I was reading an article, I think it was in The Atlantic or The New Yorker or something a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And it was talking about the pandemic and how it's basically eliminated an entire level of friendship in some spaces, Mm. like your fringe friends. Mm. Maybe they're the friends that, you know, if you go bowling every Sunday that you see the same faces at the bowling alley and you're not friends outside of the bowling alley, but you're always friendly when you're in the bowling alley and you see the same people all the time and, you know, you know stuff about them, You, you chat or if you... You know, especially with you being a musician, mm-hmm. you know, if you'd play at the same place and you'd see the same faces, you yeah. have your same regulars that come in that know you and and listen to you and sure. and you know things like that. Those people that they're not close enough to be you know in your bubble essentially, but they're people that you do interact with and you you miss. Yes, yeah, right. That second, and I, and third I know
0: layer, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Exactly, and and that whole group of people. I know I ran into somebody at the grocery store. I and mean, it's just somebody that I, I would run into, mm. um, you know, at one of the bars downtown all the time, mm. one of the bartenders. And I was like, oh, my God, I was so excited. <gasps> and I just wanted to give them this big oh. hug, and I had to stop myself. And, but it was nice to see them. And it was kind of like, oh, I haven't seen you in a year. Mm. And it was just weird, you know? So Yeah,
0: and, and yeah. so it was it wasn't just talking about when we're missing that second, third layer. There's more of a feeling of loss. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And it,
1: it's a and it's a strange loss that I didn't actually even recognize until I saw the person.
0: Uh, what we don't know that we don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's... and it was weird. I had this like weird feeling, and I was like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, you know, there's a great book called Guns, Germs, and Steel, and in this book they talk about how women particularly uh, are hardwired for social connection. I mean, we need it, and mm. so this is why. <laughs> you know, we decorate our homes, you know, we, this is, we decorate the cave, so to speak, right? We're nesters, <laughs> um, because the more attract. this is why we wear makeup, you know, we, women dress for each other, the more attractive we are, we, our environment is, the more it draws that second, third layer to us, and there is survival in numbers. So the bigger the clan, it ensures our survival. So I think what you're talking about is so important in terms of what people are feeling with anxiety or sadness about not having that that larger clan around us that we interact with. Yeah. And that it's okay to feel that way. It's okay
1: to miss that. You know, it's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's very normal, very natural, right? <laughs> Back to everything's normal. Uh, yeah, everything's normal. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, yeah, just maybe it'll be good for people to hear this today, because I think we We beat ourselves up, we criticize ourselves for having feelings, you know, what's wrong with me, or, um, so yeah, I think it's important to acknowledge all of this. So what do we do, right? How do we cope? How do we cope? Um, so what I have been noticing, interestingly, is that people are coping, and they are adapting. Um, and that's really nice to see. Uh, you know, it's not without its bumps and bruises, but, but, but they are, um, and so, like, I'm seeing, for example, just just as good outcomes online using telehealth as in person. And so, That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. So I'm really happy to see that. Um, and, you know, people are, I mean, look, when you lose your job and you're unemployed, and of course, the unemployment rate is higher than ever. It's way too high at the moment, but... Um, you know, we have to, you know, what do we do? Uh, one of the things I was thinking about is, is that when you don't have a job, you can volunteer, right? So I started looking Mm -hmm. the other day, is it really true? Can you find volunteer opportunities online? And the answer is yes, they are out there. So for folks who aren't vaccinated and not wanting to be, you know, so much in the public, although, you know, wearing masks really helps and washing your hands and they have these great face shields now. You know, I'm a—I go to the doctor. I'm a double masker, a face shield wearer, big hand washer. I take the sanitizer. You know, better safe than sorry, right? Um, but for folks that don't really want to be out there like that, there are volunteer opportunities online, and we have to often reinvent ourselves. Um, I've heard multiple stories now about people who have lost their jobs due to COVID. Um, or you know they've they've maybe left their jobs because that for various reasons where they didn't want to be so in in public and they're reinventing themselves they're starting businesses from home um they're making furniture and selling it online they're uh starting businesses where they you know i don't know a dog walk or you know they're doing i have one client what does this client do um Well, some some folks I know, they're property managing or they're, um, you know, just sort of doing things that they can do with less contact, but they're able to uh, put it out there online. So that's kind of cool. Um, And we always have to be hopefully ready to reinvent ourselves because stuff happens in life, right? There there are no guarantees. (laughs) So... um, uh, oh, and the other thing, you know, uh, volunteering, if you have enough resources financially, um, it can really help to, to give to charitable causes. Um, that, that can be a way of, of, you know, giving to get, you know, I, I get as much back from giving as you probably feel, Vicky. Absolutely. As, as anything, so so that's important too. Um I do think, you know, for ourselves individually coping in COVID, um you know, taking breaks from the news is really important. You know, the 24/7 news cycle is exhausting. So, taking breaks. Um this is again, this is not necessarily for couples, but just for people. Uh, you know, getting good nutrition, activity, exercise, sleep. Uh, good sleep is really important and of course in corona somnia. <laughs> that's not easy. <laughs> So another thing that I ask people to do, and I do, um, is just um, a daily gratefulness practice, right? I mean, what what mm. are we grateful for? What do we have that maybe we're not noticing that's really key? So people can keep a journal or just, you know, think of it. Um, expressing gratefulness to your partner, of course, is so important. You know, as a couples therapist, it puts more positive neurons in our neural pathways, um, Embracing a mindset of, of being more gentle with ourselves, you were sort of alluding to this, Vicky, where you know rather than beating ourselves up for feeling a certain way or thinking a certain thing, you know we can be more gentle with ourselves, gentle therefore with our partners, right? More more empathic. Um, that's important. Uh, when it comes to couples, you know empathy is really important to be developing. Uh, a softer startup, right? So rather than ah, you know, attacking or criticizing um, or getting defensive or stonewalling, shutting down, you know, a a softer startup. So for example, to be able to say things, and this takes practice, you know, in communication, um, you know, I feel blank, um, therefore I need blank, right? So I feel like I need alone time. I would love for you to come with the walk. Can we do that later? And I'm going to go for a walk on my own right now. Would that be okay, honey?
1: I love a good I feel statement. I, I am a big I feel this. and and one of the biggest things is that I, I find working, um, especially when with the girls I coach. Mm. So I, I coach a women's rugby team mm. not right now, but mm-hmm. and especially with the girls I coach, teaching them, you feel X. but that doesn't mean that y has to happen. You just have to communicate that you feel X and like work with the other person to figure out you know how they feel. And, and work through it that way. Mm. And all of the girls that I coach have been reaching out. And uh, one of them actually reached out the other day to say, I got into a fight with my boyfriend and I used those I feel statements and it made me so happy because it worked. And I was like, Yay! Oh, that's great. <laughs> I was like, I'm so glad it worked. And she was so excited because I, you know, I tell them that all the time and I've been sending them gratitude prompts and journaling prompts and, mm. you know, different lists and different things to help them. All these things that we're talking about, mm. just been trying to send them those same things and they're, it's so important. Like just mm-hmm. saying when this happens, when, you know, when, when you do this, it makes me feel a certain way. You might not intend for it to, but this is how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. How can we fix it? Well, right. Like, so maybe yeah, next.
0: Right. What can we do now to mm-hmm. move forward? And this is what's so important. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's so important. And it's, and you know, we, not me, right? We've talked about yeah. that before. We, not me. It's, right. you know, us against the problem, not me versus you. Like all of those themes yes. now more than ever are so important. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Because people are getting sort of very divided and crystallized, if you will, in their experience, you know, not really necessarily Uh, being curious to somebody else's experience. And everybody's experiences are valid. They are real for them. Um, And so feelings are important to be the guide to help you know what you need. That is the other thing that is so key. So I feel sad, therefore I need connection. Or I feel, you know, upset when you do this thing where you say you're going to take out the garbage and you don't. Can you please, if if you make a promise to me, keep it? You know, I hear women still using that N-word that is so awful where they say they feel like they are nagging their husband or their husband will say, she's nagging. And I say, look, there's no such thing as nagging. If you've made an agreement and she asks you about it or he asks you about it, they're not nagging. They're just following up on the agreement you made. And that's the, so there's the feeling part and then the doing part. And they're, they're both equally as important. Here's how I feel. So what can we do? What can I do? What can each of us do to change it?
1: Right. And knowing, and a lot of it too, is knowing that, you know, if you get a negative reaction, they might just be trying to protect themselves or trying to work through yes. their own feelings. Yes. And and that's just as tough.
0: Yes. <laughs> that is so key because that's, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a big thing. Um, getting that negative reaction isn't about you necessarily, it's it is about self protection. That's right. Everybody's afraid, right? Our amygdalas are, you know, always uh, on guard for the threat. Um, and when somebody doesn't hear somebody else say, "I get it," or "Yes, I feel that way too," and they feel differently, it's important to know that different feelings and different needs can coexist. Right? That's dialectics. That's really important. And have patience. And have patience. <laughs> patience is a virtue. It really is. It really patience is, is <laughs> such a virtue. Yeah, and look, if you cannot uh, agree to disagree, then you can say to yourself, you know, I'm just going to gently disengage for now. Mm-hmm. I don't have to cut off the relationship. I can just take care of myself and disengage until maybe things are different. Patience. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so um let's see where did I want to go from here. Oh yeah, the other thing about that which is so important is this idea especially for couples. Uh people often feel powerless. You know, when their partner doesn't mm-hmm. agree, they feel powerless. So I want people to know that they do have agency, that they do have power, that they can create change by leaning in, not turning away. You know, so so yeah. you can lean in, you can hear what your partner is saying that that they're having a certain experience. Be curious. You don't have to agree. It's okay to not agree. But it's important to say, I hear what you're saying, and I, I get that. I don't feel that way, but I get how you could feel that way. You know, And I get that you're needing something. Maybe I can't give that to you, and okay, fine. Um, but here's what I can give, or here's what we can work out to help you feel better. Or,
1: or even just knowing that they feel that way so you can be aware that that's how they feel right? Mm-hmm. Can that also help? Like, even if you can't do something to change it, just knowing yeah. when this happens, they feel this way. Mm-hmm. So like, you know that in your head and you try to be cognizant of it, I guess.
0: Yeah. And that is intimacy, right? So when we really know our partner and what's going on with them, um, and hopefully they're, being, they're having a softer startup about it or sort of gently educating us about what's going on with them not not you know beating us over the head um then that's 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 when you are close you know you you know this like with your friend right with your best friends you know Mm. you share things especially women Um, we share how we feel we share what's going on and that brings closeness and and we can do the same with a partner and we can do the same in terms of listening with a partner you know you listen to your friend right you can't always solve your friend's problems but you can listen. You can always listen. Yeah, yeah, and bear witness, and and just that alone can be healing, you know. Cause, or even just validating how they feel. Well, yeah, yeah, and people usually know what they need for the most part. So when they can talk out loud and say it, and I say to those people, don't talk too long. I mean, don't talk for you know twenty minutes. Talk for like three, <laughs> you know. Tell tell your partner what's going on briefly. And you know, let them respond. Have reciprocity, give and take. It's not all about you. It's not all about them. Both people are important. And yeah, just being validated, just being heard—that in itself can be healing. Yeah, yeah, you got it. My mom used to do this.
1: My mom used to do this thing when we were kids, and she'd say, uh, when, whenever we were having a problem, we were just like in the cycle of our own brains just spiraling. And she'd say, okay, she'd say, pause, sum that up in three minutes or less.
0: Oh. Good for her. And she'd say, okay. Yeah, she'd, she'd say, she'd sum it up in three minutes or less. She's a therapist. Love that. She is. <laughs> hey, let's give a plug to your mom. Is she out there practicing? Hey, mom.
1: <laughs> She's a high school social worker.
0: Oh, that's so great. Oh, yeah. she must be great. Yeah. And you must be a great coach. What? I oh. the girls love you. <laughs> I try. <laughs> I try. That is so cool. Good for you. Uh, yeah. For you. And then, you know, thinking about that too, right? Um, that leads into this next idea. You know, a lot of people... Uh, sort of play their violin um, you know nobody ever promised us a comfortable happy life right so rather than asking yourself why me you know when we're going through something awful I, I ask myself why not me you know why not me being that person to get cancer like my friend uh, or mm. COVID you know I recently had a couple of uh, friends slash colleagues die from COVID um, I'm so sorry. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I, I know lots of people have had people in their lives very close to them who've died, and I feel so terrible about this. Um, but you know, when when people get ill, um, or they're in pain, or whatever, I mean, don't don't say why why me? Why you know? It should really why not me? I mean, because we're all the same, right? So and it can happen to anyone. Uh, illness, disability knows no socioeconomic. Uh, barrier it 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 touches us all so I think that's a way of understanding when we say why not me that we're really in this together that no one's better than anyone else we're all vulnerable you know and we're all strong we all have strength we all have agency we all have power Uh, you know to make our you know healthy choices and and all that so um and then, of course, mindfulness, you know, mindfulness of how each person is feeling and doing, you know, say how you feel, like we just said, but more importantly, ask for what you need and want. And I'm going to get into that a little bit more uh, later. This is going to be a I didn't say this earlier. I should have a part one and a part two. So we're going to wrap this up um, and we're, our next podcast will be the second part of this. And we're going to get more into the idea of mindfulness and how that works and how that helps. Um, for couples, it's so important to be scheduling dates, planning time together. Uh, again, this idea that when you don't have children, at least weekly. If you can do more, great. If you have children, at least twice a month. If you can do more, great. Um, and utilize resources you have, childcare resources, you know, family, if that's possible. Uh, if not, find a good sitter you trust, right? Um, And if not, worst comes to worst, you know, stay home, um, light a candle, and you tell those kiddos, unless it's an emergency, they are not allowed in there. (laughs) You're locking the door. (laughs) Entertain yourselves, kids. Um, You know, intimacy is important. Touching, connecting. uh, It's key. Uh, Connecting online with friends on the phone, double dating over Zoom. You know, I don't know if you guys have done that. We've done a fair amount of that, and that's fun. We did a couple
1: themed uh, trivia nights, and we did a couple themed nights just to really try to, you know, have something different and figure out what we had around the house to have a theme. We did a Tiger King. Do you remember Tiger King, like, way back in the beginning of the pandemic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a Tiger King-themed Zoom (laughs) once. It was pretty funny. Oh,
0: that's great. (laughs) That's great. Yeah, and, you know, that that leads to, to another idea, which is we, you know, we need to... Get creative. Use our imagination. You know, there's so much available for free online now. When I was a kid, there was no online. You had to go to the library. You had to look stuff up. You had to get encyclopedias. You had to research. You know, now we have There's so many ideas online. So it's so easy to, to get creative and imaginative. Um, and online, there is uh, literotica. So for couples who are trying to figure out how to, you know, turn up the heat. Uh, some sexy stories can be really fun. Um, I actually came across uh, a book I didn't even know I had it uh, called, I'll show you, Vicki. It's called Erotica. I don't know if you can see this. Yeah, it's I can see it. A really old book with um, some stories in there by Margaret Atwood and some oh. novelists and some very literary people writing erotic stories. That's awesome. Yeah, so there's some really good erotica out there Not just, you know Not just funky stuff, but some quality stuff (laughs) Um, Yeah, so um, Oh, another thing that comes up a lot I think particularly in COVID Because people are so on top of each other Is this idea that You can close your exits, right? So when when people get frustrated They say, you know, I'm done I want a divorce I'm out of here I'm calling a lawyer, I want a separation, and you can know for yourself that when your partner is doing that, um, really, oftentimes what they mean is they're done with how their relationship is going now. They want something better, they want something different. Um, so, so this is this idea of not taking things so personally. Now, <laughs> I know if, if your partner is screaming they want a divorce, it's hard to not take that personally, but... Yeah, <laughs> if you know that really that's what's behind it, because because a lot of times people will say that this and they stay, they they don't leave. Um, so you really have to be hearing that it's it's not that they want to leave; it's that they want something different, they want something better. Um, let's see, other ways to cope. Um, oh, you know. Uh, thinking about coronasomnia and having difficulty sleeping, I often let people know that um, masturbating and self-touching is foundational for great sex. So, um, you know, keep your lovely sex toys uh, at the bedside, keep your wonderful lubrication at the bedside, um, if you're if you're in
1: need of some new sex toys, our friends over at Smitten Kitten Online were kind enough to um, give us a discount code for all of our wonderful listeners to go jump into the world of sex toys if you haven't already. Um, and that code is Happy Ending, and you'll be getting 20% off an order of $50 or
0: more. Mm-hmm. So go check them out. Yeah, the Smitten Kitten Online, they are great folks. Everything is vetted. All the materials are. Um excellent. They are, you know, medical grade silicone, very, very safe. They're just a wonderful company. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So anyway. And they're, they're LBGTQ owned, right? Uh
0: Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're awesome. They're just great. Um, you can call them up, they'll work with you. They're, they're just really smart. Um, they're, they're sexual health experts and educators and really sell quality, quality, uh, products.
1: Because for stuff like that, quality is very important.
0: <laughs> oh, it sure is. You want to know
1: what you're putting where. <laughs> oh, yeah, because
0: you're put, if you're putting anything inside the vagina or, you know, the anal cavity, you want to make sure that you're not putting in any carcinogenic materials. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I have a lovely little display in my office now from all the Smitten Kitten products. Yeah. Uh, and and i'm trying to get the word out that again like you said Vicky if people use that code happy ending they can get 20% off of a $50 order or more
1: and if you check out donna's instagram at the happy ending therapist on instagram you can see that display she was just talking about we did post a
0: photo of it so ah great and you take a look you do you do <laughs> such a great job with that <laughs> thank you all right, so um, let's see. Speaking so what else? Of, well, speaking of sleeping, uh, you know, dreaming, right, fantasizing, imagining post-COVID trips, uh, I have taken to – I might have said this before. I'm repeating myself. Forgive me. You know, I'm, I'm old now. Um, I've taken to watching uh, YouTube videos of uh, traveling uh, on the oh, television yeah. set mm-hmm. through my lovely Amazon uh, fire stick. You can get YouTube. At- <laughs> We bring up videos of Aruba and Italy and Greece and all the places we want to go that we miss. Yeah. So that, that can be fun. I mean, you don't necessarily want to book the trip, right, because there's lots of unknowns. But you can certainly start planning it in your mind and in a notebook and, you know, however, just talking about it. Um, we can shift expectations for ourselves and our partner from perfect to good enough. It's another way to cope in relationship. I mean, everybody's under stress, right? So, you know, give your partner a hall pass. You know, ask for a hall pass. Sorry, I messed up. I'm not perfect, and life is so stressful, and I'm not sleeping great, and, you know, let's, uh, let's be nicer to each other. You know? <laughs> Observe the golden rule. You know, the golden rule is key. My mom taught me that if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. <laughs> so Mm. if we can treat our especially especially now (laughs) especially now yeah that's right if we can treat our partners kindly um like we do our friends our colleagues that's just so so important also
1: um just to clarify what you mean by hall pass because some people do consider a hall pass uh like an option to sleep with somebody else outside of your agreed relationship oh got it so do you want to just clarify what you mean on that Yeah, when i say
0: hall pass what i mean is give your partner kind of an out Like, like just forgive them um that they're not perfect you know you're shooting for good enough if they if they mess up if
1: somebody's like having a hard day or you know the same problem arises multiple times something like
0: that yeah exactly yeah if they mess up you just say all right you know i forgive you okay you know, the, the for me when I was a kid, a hall pass used to be. You know, I get a hall pass to go to, go and sit in the nurse's office if I was upset. You know, yeah. or to go to the bathroom or whatever. Um,
1: right. Well, did you, no, just to clarify, because you know, some people there was like a whole movie yeah. about the hall pass, and it was yeah. You get a hall pass to sleep with somebody else. So just right. wanted
0: to clarify. Got it. Got it. No, good. Good clarification. Sure. Sure. That was from just that was from Justin. So <laughs> thank you, Justin. Oh, God. Get outside, you know, get some light, walk, get your heart rate up, um, do all that good stuff. Um, Get vaccinated for people who can get vaccinated now in COVID. Please do, because we know that getting vaccinated means you will not die. You may still get an illness, but you definitely won't die for sure. You will not end up, you know, likely not in the hospital. Um, And it's protective for others, not only for yourself, but you're helping others. You know, I'm now uh because I do what I do I've gotten a, the double jab and I'm 2 weeks out so I'm considered fully vaccinated and I really encourage yay yay I know I really encourage everybody to to if they can as soon as they're eligible do that because it's not only for ourselves it's for everyone for everyone oh. And
1: then also if all of these things don't work don't forget that you can Call someone like Donna and see an asex certified
0: sex and couples therapist mm-hmm. and start your journey there. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Cause it's a specialty in sexuality, sexual health and relationships. And, um, it really is a good thing to do. Uh, you know, there's a beginning, a middle and an end. People come in, they move through and then they're done. And it's so delightful to see that it's helpful. So thanks. Thanks, Vicki. It was great spending time with you today and Justin in the back. Thank you so much. Um, Please, folks, feel free, you know, to reach out if you'd like. You can find me on Facebook at the Sex and Couples Therapist. On Instagram, the Happy Ending Therapist. You can call the office at 508-990-9909. And the website is www.sexandcouplestherapy.com. And please remember, always make time, even in COVID, for pleasure, play, and passion. See you next time.